Hey everyone, Cynthia Lewis here, creator of internationally renowned podcast, Redefining Revolutions. Thank you so much for joining me for another revolutionary reflection video. Today's video is all about complaining um, and the way that complaining really depletes us in our life and um, creates consequences long after we have stopped complaining. So why are we talking about this? Because everybody complains. I don't care who you are. You are at some point you have complained. Maybe you complain today. I don't know. Um, but the reason why I'm talking about complaining is because I really believe that complaining is absolutely and utterly worthless. Um, it not only depletes uh, and takes away from your life, but it creates consequences that sometimes are unforeseen long after um, we have um, shut the topic of complaining. Um, and so uh, the first thing that comes to mind is this um, incredible quote, and I don't know um, who said it to me, but I, I, I'll never forget it. Um, and they said, you know what the greatest trick that the devil ever played on us was? Um, and I said, no. Um, and they said, it, the greatest trick that the devil ever played was he made us believe he wasn't there. Um, and it was really profound. It struck me. Um, and it struck me because, um, it, well, it gave me chills. And it made me realize, wow, what are all the things that we pretend are not there? What are all the things that we say and do that when we're asked, we don't actually tell the truth on or we're not self-aware enough to be honest with and um, complaining was one of those things um, I remember somebody a mentor said so how often you know how often do we find ourselves complaining and I think oh no I, I never complain I am always a good sport um, I I always do this I always do that and so um, the reason why I I bring that up is because I don't know if you were paying attention, but I use a lot. Uh, I was using a lot of absolute wording um, recently. I've been hearing. I had been hearing this phrase. Oh God! Everybody at work is sick. Everyone at work work is sick. I better not get sick. Okay, so that's a pretty good form of complaining. But it's also um, two things. Two things I want to point out. Okay. Everyone is getting sick, okay? So the first thing that I hear is um, this absolute conversation. Everyone's getting sick. There is no way <laughs> that everyone at work is sick, right? But we're using this absolutism, this absolute language in our complaining, in our everyday complaining. Um, and the second thing that comes up is when we say people at work are sick and we're complaining about this, what's what's happening is we're not conjuring a picture of our our co-workers um, in this wretched state of sickness but rather we're conjuring up an image and manifesting a reality of what what will become of us when we become sick um, we think of ourselves in bed and nobody's gonna be able to take care of the dog and the kids and I can't go to work and I've got so all of a sudden from this one complaint from this one default complaint, right? We don't even think about it. We just say it, we just do it, we just complain. All these things, all this, this whole story has come about. 
um, that's unraveled itself, right? Um, so it's not we're not actually thinking about our coworkers, um, but what we're man we manifest the vision of ourselves being sick, of the dog puking, and we can't clean it up, and who's gonna take the kids, and the house burning down, <laughs> right? So um, that's the power and depletion um, of of complaining um, in that way, and so and I'm and I'm looking down here. Forgive me because I I wrote some some really things that I didn't want to forget about this topic. Um, and so another thing that complaining does when we do complain, besides absolutism and the, 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 cre the language of absolutism, because when we keep using everyone, nobody, always, um, forever, um, even when it's not in complaining, we find that that kind of language being interjected into our regular conversation. Um, and um, in absolutes, when we speak in absolutes, um, there is very rarely um, the trace of truth, okay? Um, because it becomes a very black and white conversation. We also found that when we're complaining, um, that we manifest all these myths, all these stories, all these things all of a sudden. Um, it's, it's a compounding effect in a really negative, in a really depleting way. Um, but what also complaining does, it creates um, an insurmountable amount of worry and stress. And I'll always remember this. I was at a, I was at a talk and Sharon Lecter was speaking. Um, Sharon Lecter, uh, she wrote Rich Dad, Poor Dad, um, an incredible author, speaker, um, especially in the realm of um, money. Uh, but she's she said, she goes, do you know what the definition of to worry is? She says, to worry is to pray for what we do not want. And that was another really profound moment for me. I, I remember that stuck to me like glue. To worry is to pray for what we do not want. And if prayer doesn't work for you, to worry is to ask for what we do not want. Um, and when she said that, um, it made me think about, you know, again, complaining. When we complain, it's a form of worry. Um, and oftentimes, if you're an A player, um, if you're someone who is um, sort of type A, if you will, uh, Tony Robbins says that stress for a type A is just another word for fear. And I really like that as well. But when we're complaining, we we're also in a form of fear. Fear, worry, um, depletion, negativity, all of that is complaining. You're saying, yes, yes. And I mean, that's why we're talking about it, right? Um, it, it's, it's, it's become an everyday thing, a default thing, um, when it really should not be that way. Um, and so rather than complaining being a source um, where uh, it's a default reaction um, and the notion that life is coming at us, um, rather than having that, um, what we want is uh, the reverse. When we come to a place of complaining, when we feel like we're going to complain about something, what I ask you to do is instead um, seek a solution. Okay, we'll go back to everyone in the office is sick. Um, everyone in the office is sick, right? Rather than speaking that, which also, by the way, another point on complaining is it's literally fucking worthless saying everyone in the office is sick what is that going to do make everybody feel better again 
cure everybody, heal everybody. Nobody's going to have the sniffles anymore. Roger's not going to have sinus infection. Sally will stop sneezing by you saying everyone in the office is sick. On the contrary, right? It's just literally worthless words. Um, but what I say to you is that when that urge to complain comes about for you, remember instead of saying it or speaking words of complaint, speak words of solution. Okay, uh, people are getting sick in the office. It does happen, right? I'm not denying that, by the way. I'm not denying. When you're in close quarters with people, something gets around, people will get sick. What are you going to do about it? A solution is, you know what? I'm going to get everybody an emergency pack and I'm going to put it on their desk with some water um, because I want my coworkers to feel better because in turn, I know I will feel better. That is a solution. Um, so I urge you that when you find yourself complaining about, <laughs> especially things that you really um, have no control over, um, instead find a solution, okay? It's raining outside. It is pouring outside. Ugh, I fucking hate this rain. This rain, it's gonna get in my clothes. It's, I just washed my car. What can you do as a solution to the rain? Now, I don't know about you, I usually can't control the weather, right? I can control though my response to it. It's raining outside, awesome. I get to put on my rain jacket that I use once a year, fantastic. Um, and I will drive more slowly. Um, or you know what, I don't, I don't need to go out right now, it's fine. I'm gonna take this opportunity to um, make a cup of tea and maybe read or clean up the house, right? These are short-term solutions to complaining. Now you may be thinking, you're listening to me right now and be like, really Cynthia? I'm never allowed to complain? Absolutely not true. Look, we all lead lives that are busy, that are full, fulfilling, I hope. Um, but we all deserve sometimes to just vent, right? And I get that, but label it for yourself as venting, as complaining. Don't label it as saying something of productivity because that's when we confuse um, our self-awareness. Um, when, when I um, when I want to vent, I say so to whoever I'm going to be venting to, usually my husband. But I say, look, listen, I don't want like an opinion or a solution or anything. I just want to fucking vent. Hear me out. And I'm allowed. I'm, I give myself that space and that person listening gives me that space. That's okay. I ask of you that you first don't make it a habit, but be, be self-aware when you know it's, look, I just really need to vent the end, okay? And when it's not venting and you don't want it to be complaining, the next thing that I ask besides coming up with a solution, even if it's just temporary, is to rise to a higher level of consciousness about how you're speaking about the problem and what I mean by that is, instead of, um, we'll just, we'll go back to coworkers, man, I'm picking on you, <laughs> your coworkers, but um, say there's a coworker and he's, he or she's just being a real jerk, right? He is just being an absolute jerk. Now, instead of going on and on and on about Roger, poor Roger, man, he's a jerk and he has a sinus infection. I'm kidding. But um, instead of going on and on and on about Roger and, and, you know, have you ever complained so much like you feel sick? I know we've all been there. 
that's what I'm talking about depletion when it comes to complaining and complaining being so worthless. It literally depletes you. So instead of talking about Roger in that way, what if you switch the conversation and you took it to a higher level of consciousness when you where instead you're talking about Roger in terms of a pattern? You know what, Roger, I, I've seen this pattern. I've seen this pattern uh, um, with so-and-so or I've seen this situation with with this prior situation and you're talking about it at a higher level of consciousness where when you go to that higher level of consciousness you're already thinking about solutions well you know what Roger's really negative I, I wonder if I talked about it or Ray had a constructive conversation about it you know maybe maybe that will be better or hey I wonder if I can just move maybe I can get my supervisor to move me if I explain the situation or maybe you know he's just maybe something's going on in his life that I'm not seeing compassion right applying compassion and so already you see that you're complaining about Roger has gone from just flat-out complaining to to actually a higher level of thinking um, about the situation we're not talking not just about Roger now we're talking about a, a larger situation that may be at play um, so so that's why um, that's why I you know I, I wanted to do this topic because gosh you guys I want you to really think about how often do you um, find yourself complaining, um, just flat out complaining and that's your default, right? Negativity, talking shit about others, talking about, you know, they say there's a hierarchy. Um, people, uh, the, the, the lowest rung of people are people who talk about other people. The middle rung, the average people um, are the people who talk about events. Um, and at the highest, your your highest level thinkers, your people who are thinking um, at a higher consciousness, those people are not talking about events and ideas, but they're, excuse me, events and people. They're talking about ideas. Um, and and that's where I want, that's what I want for you. I want you to get to a place where you're talking about ideas, even if it is about a problem, um, about a situation where, God, you're not feeling good about it, but you're still thinking at a higher level, um, higher consciousness um, about the situation. So you guys, thank you so much for joining me again. I appreciate it. I love it. Um, thank you so much um, for just um, giving me your ears. So until next time, I raise my heart to your heart um, and your truth and your revolution.